no matter how much money you have, you should never take more risk than necessary. Let's talk about it. Hey guys, welcome to the hashtag Get Real Woke podcast. I'm your host, Frederick D. Scott. I'm a private equity investor, business consultant, philanthropist, author, and contributing writer for Entrepreneur Magazine. I have over 15 years of experience in the finance industry, and I used to own an investment banking and advisory firm. Currently, I hold designations as a financial modeling and valuation analyst, capital markets and securities analyst, commercial banking and credit analyst, and I have a diploma in Islamic finance. And today is hashtag for the free Friday. This is the time during the week where I come on and teach you all the things I think that you need to know relative to personal and business related topics, personal finance and business related topics. I break them down in a simple to understand step-by-step process so you can learn them, apply them, begin to execute, and, and, and use these tools as a way to help you grow and achieve the things you want to achieve in your personal and professional life. Now, before we jump into today's topic, I need everybody to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification, leave me a comment at the bottom of this episode to let me know what you think. And if you haven't already, I need you to hit the join button if you're on an Android phone. And if you're on an iPhone, I need to hit, I need you to hit the link in the description or the link pinned to the comments of this episode so you can join the hashtag Real Woke Live Chat community and be eligible to participate in the hashtag Learn to Earn Cash Giveaway where I give away a minimum of $1,000 every month live right here on the hashtag Get Real Woke Podcast. Okay, let's get into today's topic. So we are on retail investing part nine, and we are continuing our discussion of creating the uh, proper investment risk profile. And today's topic is risk capacity. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, risk capacity. And what is risk capacity? So risk capacity is an investor's financial capability to withstand a financial loss without meaningfully compromising his or her desired standard of living. And now, so when we look at risk capacity, risk capacity is often evaluated using objective investor characteristics, such as total investable assets relative to net worth, and the amount of outside assets or income available to cover future or unexpected liabilities. A good example of this would be like, let's say an investor has adequate cash savings, pension income, insurance, and or access to credit. 
to cover his or her standard of living needs. Should an unexpected loss occur as a result of an emergency or a market decline without significantly relying on or affecting the value of portfolio assets dedicated to achieving the investor's goals, the investor would be considered to have a high risk capacity. See, and this is why we, we went over you know, all of these things in the way that we have. It's why we talked about, you know, having good credit and I, and I taught you everything that I could possibly think of about credit. It's why we talked about budgeting and saving. It's why we talked about life insurance, etc. The reason why we talk about these things is because in order to understand investing properly, as you can see, a big part of investing is risk management. Being able to manage that risk and take the lowest amount of risk possible while still getting a return on your money, right? So a big part of, of creating investment risk profile is creating a, a investment policy or procedure for yourself that will allow you to protect your principal investment as much as possible while being able to still see your desired realistic targeted rate of return. And if you've done this properly and you've been following along uh, in the episodes thus far, what you will come to realize is the simple fact that investing is a long-term game. It is not something that, you know, it's not a get rich quick scheme. It's not any of those things. It's a long-term uh, and you have to have a long-term view and a long-term horizon on your investment. So obviously, if you've done the things properly, if you've got great credit, if you've been budgeting and saving, if you set up life, excuse me, if you set up life insurance, then you have other income, you have savings, you have things that can help you in case of an emergency, and you're able to leave your investments for the long term so they can be able to grow. You're able to contribute to those investment accounts month over month, but you don't need to pull from them in an emergency circumstance. See, investors that have, you know, the ability to do this, you know, if they have, you know, a longer time horizon, if they have a low need for liquidity, uh, if they have some wealth, then they have a high ability to take a financial risk, right? Whereas opposed to, investors that don't have those things in place they don't have you know savings they don't have life insurance you know they're living paycheck to paycheck if they're investing you know they don't have the same ability to take the same amount of risk so they have to take much less risk and get much less return because remember as i've told you you know risk and potential rate of return are are correlated so the higher the risk, the higher the potential return. But because of the higher risk, you know, you have a greater probability of actually losing your principal investment. Whereby if you're taking, of course, lower risk, uh, then you have a, a, a lower targeted rate of return, but you have a less likely position to where you could lose your principal investment or the money that you've invested uh, for growth. Now, see... When you think about that, right, it's very important that you understand that we, when you're, when you're building and when a financial advisor is helping you with this or you're doing this yourself, when you're building an investment risk profile, 
you always have to kind of look at, you know, okay, if I invest this money today, which is why we consider, you know, liquidity or investable, the investable dollars or, or assets that you have versus your total net worth, what we're really trying to consider is if an emergency happens tomorrow, will there be a substantial withdrawal from your investment account to be able to satisfy that, to be able to maintain your standard of living? If that is the case, then you cannot be in more higher risk uh, investments where there's more volatility and more of a possibility for you to take real big declines uh, in your portfolio in a year because you may actually need to pull that money. And of course, if the market performs poorly in a year, then you'll have less money to access uh, to be able to sustain yourself. Conversely, if you definitely have, you know, a lot of liquidity, you have, you know, your net worth is high. Let's say you've been saving really, really well, et cetera, et cetera. You may not need the money that you're putting uh, into your investment accounts. You may not need that for a long period of time. And so, you know, you're able to leave that money sitting. You kind of like invest it and forget about it. So you can withstand year over year market or portfolio fluctuations uh, in your balance because that money is money that is growing for the long term that you really don't have to think about. So that's why it's very important that, that we had talked about the other things first, because you have to be in a position to be able to invest your money in long term. And like I always tell people, I'd rather see you put less money in every month instead of trying to maximize uh, what you're investing. I'd rather see you put less in every single month and be able to forget about that money so it can grow as opposed to putting a lot more in there and then having to go pull from that bucket every time something happens in your life. Because the reality of the situation is a smaller amount of money will have the better opportunity to grow exponentially for you over time. Money grows exponentially on itself. And so I'd rather you, you'll have much better returns and a much better uh, long-term growth in your, in your investment portfolio if you don't have to touch the money. Conversely, of course, if you continue to touch the money, your money won't be able to grow as it needs to grow. So that's always something to consider. Now, no matter how much money you have, whether you have a lot of money, whether you have a little bit of money, whether your time horizon is really long, whether your time horizon is really short, never take unnecessary risk. Just because you have the money doesn't mean that you should, you know, take the highest risk possible for the highest probable rate of return. Because being, it, it's not about how much money you make, it's about how much you keep, right? So if you're taking unnecessary risk because you want to get the highest probable return that you possibly can, well, more oftentimes than not, you're going to end up losing your principal investment. And what happens at that time is, of course, if you keep losing your principal investments, the money you have available keeps declining, keeps going down. And eventually you'll find yourself in the poorhouse because you keep swinging for the fences. I like to use a baseball analogy here to kind of drive this home. I've never seen a baseball team win a championship with every batter coming to the plate swinging for the fences. I've never seen that happen. I've never seen in a football game that a football team wins by the quarterback dropping back and throwing every single pass toward the end zone. I've never seen these things happen. 
what you learn and what sports teaches you if you're a sports fanatic, what sports teaches you, like baseball, for example, it's not about swinging for the fences. It's about making base hits. Get on base consistently. Because if you get on base consistently, you're going to score runs long term, and those runs are going to turn into wins. Conversely, in football, instead of throwing the football toward the end zone every single time, how about you just collect 10 yards at a time and keep getting first downs, keep moving the chains? Because if you keep moving the chains, eventually you're going to get to the end zone and you're going to walk into the end zone and score a touchdown. And doing that over time also eats up the clock. So you give the offense less of an opportunity to get on the field and do the same exact thing. So that being the case, right, you have to take this same type of, of mentality uh, with your investments. You just want to get on base consistently. You just want to eat up 10 yards at a time. That's all you need to do. And if you do those things, your wealth will continue to grow. Your investment portfolio will continue to grow. And you'll be right within your risk capacity to be able to, to, to not you know, lose your mind. And we're going to talk about that as we continue to move forward in investment risk profile. You won't want to be one of those people that you've lost so much money that you end up putting a pistol in your mouth, jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge, you know, things like that, right? So, you know, we have to always be prudent investors and always remember that the goal of investing is to maximize capital appreciation while mitigating risk to its lowest common denominator. I want to make as much money as I possibly can, but I also want to take the least amount of risk possible and now be willing to take a lower targeted rate of return, right? Or the lower end of my targeted rate of return to be able to achieve that objective. Because long-term, I want my assets to be worth more than they are today. And so if I maintain my discipline, if I don't swing for the fences, and if I just try to get on base or eat up 10 yards at a time, I am going to have much more long-term than I started with. So the name of the game is being smart. The name of the game is being realistic and honest with your financial position. The name of the game is being able to understand that, yes, while you want to see growth year over year on your portfolio, you also don't want to put yourself in a position where you lose your principal investment. Okay. So I know we've harped a lot on risk, but risk management is very, 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 very important. And a very, uh, I would say the primary consideration when we're talking about building investment risk profiles to be able to construct a portfolio of investments that make sense for us. Okay. So that's really all I have for you guys today. You know, I don't want to drag this out too long because I think I, I, I've, I've driven the point home really nicely. So that being the case, I hope everybody learned something today. I hope you benefited from this lesson. I hope that, you know, you're able to take something away from this, apply it to your life and be able to execute on it to be able to help you accomplish the things you want to accomplish long-term in your professional and personal life. So with that said, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I always say, yo, if you like this content, if you like what I'm putting out, definitely hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification, leave me a comment at the bottom of this episode to let me know what you think. And hey, man, listen, if you haven't already and you're on an Android phone, hit that join button. And if you're on an iPhone, hit the link in the description or the link pinned to the comments at the bottom of this episode so you can join the hashtag Real Woke Live Chat community and be eligible to participate in the hashtag Learn to Earn Cash giveaway 
where I am giving away a minimum of $1,000 every month live right here on the hashtag Get Real Woke Podcast. Lastly, 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 as you guys know, I'm an author of six books. One of my books is called Investing for Success, Investing Tips for the Everyday Person. I talk about a number of different things in there that I think that will be very beneficial for you guys. So, hey, check it out. If you haven't checked that book out yet, I definitely recommend that you click the link in the description. Go ahead and pick that up or, pick, or click the link uh, pinned to the video, pinned to the cards here, pinned to this episode, you know, and definitely put that book up because I think it'll be very, very helpful for you in your journey. All right, y'all. So that's all I got for y'all today. Oh, yes. Before I forget, yo, thank you guys so much, man. The channel grows every single week. We're well over 2,500 people now. I really appreciate you guys. So keep telling people, keep sharing the content, you know, tell everybody that you know that you think can benefit because the more eyes we get on this content, the more people will be able to benefit from the hashtag for the free information that I'm putting out. All right, y'all. So that's all I got for y'all today. So until the next hashtag for the free Friday, I'm out.